You are listening to a new episode of Beyond the Curtain Podcast, presented by the Outlaw Wrestling Network. Well, howdy ho there, motherfuckers. It's James Beatley. I hope you're enjoying the content on the Beyond the Curtain Podcast. And as a member of the Outlaw Wrestling Network, I'd like to just take a moment and plug my podcast, the Taken the Bump podcast. Um, It is a weekly podcast. I try to at least put out one episode a week um, going through the hottest topics in professional wrestling. Um, I tend to focus more on impact wrestling and all elite wrestling, um, but I will span the entire uh, profession, the entire genre of professional wrestling. Um, For more info and to listen to all previous episodes, follow me on Twitter, at T the B Podcast, and follow me on Facebook, Taking the Bump Podcast. Um, Y'all can message me, y'all can comment, uh, get in touch with me, ask me questions if y'all want to partner up in any way, um, be a guest on the show, I'll gladly take all questions and comments, uh, send them to me on either of my social medias, it's James Beatley, host of the Take the Bump podcast, and now back to your regularly scheduled content. Yeah, buddy, we, we are here, we are here, we are back, welcome to a brand new episode of Beyond the Curtain. Boy, we have had some interesting times in the last week. I know that uh, I didn't put the audio version of the uh, live video we did with our big boy, big boy friend, James Beatley. I didn't do the audio of that, so I do apologize for not getting that up. But you guys can check out the first ever face-to-face interaction of the podcast on the Beyond the Curtain Wrestling channel on YouTube. We've got a channel on YouTube, guys, Beyond the Curtain Wrestling Podcast. Please check that out. But that's last week. Let's get to tonight. Why are we here? Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you did watch or listen, you could have, if you got YouTube premium, you can, you know, sleep your phone and you can listen to it, whatever. Anyways, if you checked out episode one on the YouTube I mentioned that we would be doing a preview of the TNT Championship that All Elite Wrestling is going to be doing starting this Wednesday on Dynamite, April the 8th. So that's what we're here to We're here to talk about the TNT Championship tournament that is going on. We didn't get March Madness, so this is about as close to a March Madness as we're going to get. That's okay. Uh, but before we get into all that... Couple quick points here. We've got my main man joining us tonight, the host of Taking the Bump Podcast. This is James Beatley, sir. How the hell are you doing? I'm good, sir. I am good. I am excited to talk about what I think might be one of the best tournaments in wrestling history. That's some strong words. That's some strong words. And there have been plenty <laughs> of tournaments in wrestling history. From all sorts of promotions around the world. So strong words. I like it though. I like it. So 
before we kind of dive into the bracket and the tournament and get our predictions and preview it, I first want to applaud both AEW and WWE for pushing through the whole the whole time under these crazy circumstances in this crazy time that's going to go down in history, not only for our kids, grandkids, but I mean, this is going to be in history books or history ebooks, I guess now, if you want to call it that. Um, these are crazy times we are in, but I do want to applaud AEW and WWE for pushing through it, giving us new content each and every week for basically being the only live sports slash entertainment that we have, uh, basically until everything kind of simmers down and we get back to normalcy, whatever that may be. So I definitely uh, give kudos out to them, whether you're a, an NXT guy, a WWE guy, an AEW guy, or a pro wrestling guy or gal. Um, I think we can all give a round of applause to both AEW and WWE for being creative, pushing through this, and pushing out new content each and every week. I think you would agree with that. Yeah, I mean, the creativity that we've been able to see on both sides of the aisle, um, it just proves, though, what these companies are capable of and we're going to expect it even more to a higher level, I guess now knowing what they can do, but I'm I'm happy with the product on both sides of the aisle, at least the past couple weeks. And uh, can't wait to see what, where that leads. Absolutely. And that leads us into what's going to be happening here shortly with uh, all elite wrestling. Um, like I mentioned before, guys, we do have a new YouTube channel. We finally got video content. It's on there. Episode one did appear last week, last Thursday. We will be publishing a brand new episode uh, here shortly where we're going to be actually recapping the whole WrestleMania weekend. I know we're basically AEW guys, but at the same time, you can't help but talk about WrestleMania. It is the biggest show of the year for pro wrestling, in my opinion. And uh, they watched both nights finally for the first time ever. Did a live tweet for both nights for WrestleMania. Something new, something I haven't done with uh, besides Dynamite. I did that last week and I live tweeted throughout the whole show. Something I tried out. It did pretty well with uh, the success rate for that. We're going to be collaborating with Unhinged Wrestling Podcast host Randall, as well as uh, James from Taking the Bump and ourselves here at Beyond the Curtain. So we're going to be collaborating with that, giving our thoughts about that. That's going to be coming soon. So check out the YouTube channel. Beyond the Curtain Wrestling Podcast on YouTube, where we're giving a little bit more content here and there, so we'll definitely be on the lookout for that. They changed up a little bit of the social media, so we'll get to that at the very end. We'll get to that at the very end. The main topic at in tonight. The TNT Championship Tournament. Interesting name. Interesting name for the tournament. Interesting name for the championship that's going to be debuting shortly in All Elite Wrestling. Their version of the TV championship, I would imagine. And I don't know if we've ever had a network-branded championship. Um, so this is going to be interesting. The TNT championship, it uh, was announced on the March 30th episode of the Road to Dynamite show on AEW's YouTube channel. Tony Schiavone was uh, in a skit with Cody and uh, had a little piece of paper that had a bracket in their hands and Rick Baker called and Asked about the bracket, and QT Marshall mentioned by the bracket, and Cody's like, what the hell? What's going on? And it's when Tony announced that there is a new championship and a new tournament going to be happening. It's an eight-man single elimination tournament. The finals will be held 
at Double or Nothing 2 on May 23rd. Hopefully by then we get back to a little bit of normalcy. We see people in the crowd wrestling as great as it is, as fantastic as we're getting this content each and every week. It's not the same without the fans. So hopefully by then at Double or Nothing, we do get a full arena packed at the MGM Grand Garden Arena in Vegas. We're yet to see if that will take place with fans or without fans. Um, that's where the finals of this tournament will be held. The tournament does begin this Wednesday, April the 8th, live on Dynamite on TNT. Uh, thoughts? What What did you think regarding this? Um, interested to kind of pick your brain on, on that. A, the debut of a new championship for AEW, and B, the name of the championship. What are, what are your thoughts on that, sir? Yeah, so quickly, I... I've... I kind of gave my thoughts on the, the name on my last episode of the podcast. So uh, I'll give you the the SparkNote edition of it. If you want my whole explanation, go ahead and check out my channel um, on Spotify or whatnot and listen to it. But shortly, one, I love that they're introducing a new champion, a new championship. Um, it is um, definitely needed. There's a lot of talented wrestlers, and I think – you can't put everyone in the main title picture because then everybody's fighting for the same thing. So having a, a second, uh, I'm not going to call it a mid card belt, but a secondary option to go for, um, I think is great. Um, the name shortly, I, I'm okay with it as far as if they stay on TNT. Um, I would have preferred it if they wanted it to go along the route of what they're calling the show, call it the dynamite television championship, because you can keep the name dynamite across networks. So if you ever not saying they will, and I don't think Turner will ever will make the same mistake twice. Like they did with WCW and consider that wrestling isn't an important thing. Cause obviously people still tune in to watch it. Um, so I don't think Turner will make that mistake twice, Turner Broadcasting. Um, but if even if they, you know, if they get off TNT, stay with Turner and go on True TV or TBS, where the if if that's the option and the case there, well now you're this title, the name doesn't make sense. So I would have called it the Dynamite Television Championship because you can keep the name Dynamite regardless of what network you're on. But I like the idea of having a secondary mid on on the um, on the, the surface here, and I can't wait to see what and who wins it in this tournament. Yeah, and to be honest with you, I mean, we, we have kind of longed for a secondary title kind of ever since Dynamite started, um, and it's good timing, obviously, with the, with the situations going on at hand with the coronavirus going on that uh, it makes sense that it, it's something new, something different. So it, it's good to see that. I, I get the, um, I don't know what the best word is, the uh, disconnect in a way, I guess, of calling it the TNT championship in case if they ever left TNT for any other Turner network or any network in general. Um, it's, I've never, I don't, I don't think there's ever been a network branded television championship name. So it does add uniqueness and, and credibility for sure. But like you said, you know, if they ever left, what would happen to it? 
Um, I think if you called it the All Elite Wrestling Dynamite Television Championship, I don't know. I don't want to say it's gimmicky because you're naming after it's network television. Um, I don't know. I think it's just a weird name for it or too long. I don't know. That's just me. But uh, yeah, it it does create an interesting uh, aspect to if they ever left TNT, if TNT ever left them, if anything were to happen that they don't have. I mean, you could just rename the title, I guess. But if you're going to make a design of it and TNT is quite often on that belt, it's going to be a little hard to just quickly change out the uh the gold there so um but tony khan is a smart guy cody and the rest of the bucks and the rest of the evps are smart guys so i would imagine they probably have had that issue and i would imagine maybe at the next time there's a press briefing or a media scrum after an event like a double or nothing or something like that maybe that will be one of the questions that's brought up is why name it that what was the point of the name of that Besides the fact that you guys have a great relationship with TNT and all that stuff, but what if? There's always that what if question. Right. So, be interested to see what Tony Khan says about that. Um, I don't, I don't hate the title. I think, to be honest with you, a lot of people were thinking that we're going to get trios titles, trios tag team ch- championship belts, mm-hmm. just because there's so many trios tag teams, and I wouldn't mind seeing that. I really wouldn't because AEW makes those trios work, and they're emphasizing a lot on tag team wrestling and these trios tag teams as well. So. I think eventually we will get to that point where there's a three-man or a trios tag team championship. Um, but I am glad that they made a new singles championship right. before that. So, um, but yeah. So uh, any other quick comments before we kind of dive in on to this tournament? Not that I can think of. I think I'm ready to, to dig dig deep here and see where we are we're differentiating or maybe we have some similarities in our bracket absolutely so here we go ladies and gentlemen the tnt championship tournament officially begins this upcoming wednesday april the 8th on dynamite on tnt and uh, we're going to go through the first round matchups we've got cody versus sean spears that will be taking place this wednesday on dynamite we got sammy Guevara. Darby Allen kind of culminating their rivalry. They're going to be in a first-round matchup. And then on the other side, we've got Dustin Rhodes, Kip Sabian. Interesting first-round matchup. And then to finish out, Cole Cabana and the newcomer, the Monster Hawk, I believe his name is, Lance Archer. Interesting uh, eight, eight names. Big names in there, of course. Cody Spears, Darby, Sammy, Dustin, Lance. Names I don't think you would have seen there maybe with Kip and and Colt and uh, um, just overall an interesting eight superstars. Very interesting uh, tournament we've got going here. Um, of course, a lot of people are like, where's MJF? Why is MJF not in this? Um, I wonder if anything with the coronavirus has to do with this. If the sickness thing is 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 preventing some people from working, which is okay, um, and so they just had to get creative and just you know get some new names in there, some people that we haven't seen on TV for a while, or um, is you know is this a push for some of these other stars to get on TV more, um, or is it just that fact that MGF does have that dynamite diamond ring that they're like, all right, you technically got something. We're going to give everybody else who doesn't have something kind of, not everybody, there's only eight, but other people who haven't don't have something to uh, get a chance in the tournament. So 
before we get to the predictions here, man, with these eight guys uh, going into this tournament, what uh, what's your thoughts overall on these eight superstars combating for this TNT championship? Um, so for the, kind of the big thing, the first thing that I see is the ability for AEW, and they've done it so perfectly in almost every tournament or eight-man tag match or some sort of what match that they can introduce or continue rivalries within the match. And so we see the possibility of some feuds that maybe we didn't think we would see super early and maybe we see them happen. We see the continuation of some feuds, the possible um, one-offs feuds that you know, they, they threw the seed out there a little bit. The bracket is, is is pretty diverse in terms of a lot of these matchups. If, you know, as we get further along in the tournament, might be the first time we've ever seen it on Dynamite. Um, and so the, the variety of, of who we might be able to see the matchups, I'm intrigued. And even if my bracket's 100% wrong, the matchups that we can get or could see somewhere in the line, I'm intrigued, even if the way I'm thinking of it doesn't pan out correctly. Um, and then the second thing is with the MJF thing. Initially, that shocked me, but I think it makes sense to leave him out of this tournament and kind of put him um, maybe to go towards the moxley uh be the next dude to fight moxley or um to kind of keep his focus on just being this dynamic heel i don't think i don't think mjf is in desperate need of the title to keep his character relevant and i think you can put the title on somebody else one of the eight people that are in this tournament and not only does it keep them relevant but i think it can progress their character um so after second and third glance, I, I think it's pretty a pretty smart idea to leave MJF out of this tournament because either you have him win it and, well, he's just a dynamic heel who wins everything and, you know, I don't know how that you could work that storyline out or he loses and he looks weak. So I think it's a good idea to keep him out of this tournament um, and just to continue to build a character that has already been built pretty strong. Um yeah, early initial thoughts on this bracket. Yeah, absolutely. And those are great points for sure. I mean, MJF does not need a championship to make his 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 character relevant. The guy is over in every way, gets heat. I mean, you don't have to have a championship for that man to uh, elevate his character or to make that character. And I think that eventually down the road, we may see him win either the AEW World Championship, maybe the TNT Championship. And I think it will definitely help his character for sure. But at this moment in juncture, he doesn't need that. And, and that's a great thing about MGF is that he doesn't need it. Um, so it's good to see these other people get opportunities and creates, like you said, some, definitely some diverse and dynamic matchups for sure. <clears throat> so let's go ahead and dive on into this. We'll start at the very top. What's going to be happening on Wednesday, this Wednesday, the 8th of April on Dynamite. We've got Cody versus Sean Spears in a first round matchup. Um, obviously most of the, probably most of these matches are going to be spread out a little bit because double or nothing is May 23rd. So we're a month and a half away. So you've got plenty of probably what, six, seven dynamites 
you're going to want to try to drag this out a little bit to uh, set up that ultimate uh, final match at Double or Nothing. So Cody versus Sean Spears this Wednesday. Who do you got? I went back and forth with this one. So uh, this during my lunch, I, I wrote my bracket out during my lunch today um, for work. And I went back and forth. This one was actually pretty hard because um, I could see it going both ways. But I think ultimately um, Sean Spears gets the win, I think. I, too, <laughs> went with the upset. I think it's going to be – if you look at the bracket, you look at the bracket, you already – draw the conclusion that okay you can kind of see what the what may happen mm-hmm. with archer being on the other side and cody's on one side and they're gonna get to the finals archer's gonna get his match it's for a title there's stakes involved double or nothing it's a pay-per-view you're that's your that's your ultimate finish you know it could happen it, it definitely sets up for it to happen but at the same time, I think AEW is such a smart company that obviously they're going to do that to either tease fans or they're going to do that to say, eh, well, let's just see what happens. And either it may happen or we may be all thrown off and go, oh, wow, I didn't think that would happen. So, um, but both of us do have Sean Spears upsetting Cody in the first round. Interesting, interesting dynamic there. I did not think you were going to pick Sean. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm kind of on the same road. I think you take a look at the, the eight men bracket and you're like, oh yeah, all easy. This, this writes itself. Just Archer Cody in the finals. Everybody's w- waiting for this match, but kind of along the same lines of MJF. I don't think the Cody Archer match needs to be the title match to, to draw people. Fans are already looking for it forward to that match. So especially with Jake, the snake being Lance's, um, mouthpiece at this point um and i mean lance can talk for himself he's been he's pretty good on the mic but that adds an extra element with jake and the snake there so i think save that save that for a different moment build that storyline out a little bit because we are uncertain on how long this coronavirus thing may take so i think here you need to save that save that for a later date save that for um another pay-per-view down the road, build the storyline, make it um, really build the story. I mean, sometimes in wrestling, it's better to just have a little bit of patience and let the story tell itself out and then get the big payday a little bit down the road. I wouldn't say do WCW um, Hogan versus Sting and draw it out the whole year, but have a little bit of patience and just don't throw this in for um right now i think you can you can drag it out a little bit and tell that cody archer story itself so yeah i think spears gets a big win i think he's been on tv a while and he's been picking up a couple wins so he has that momentum on his side and he's got totally blanchard so it's going to set itself up to a very very nice first round matchup with cody with arn anderson mm-hmm. And totally with Sean Spears, I think, as long as they're, they're both out there. I know with them kind of being older, they're kind of the more at risk group for that. So I don't know if they're going to be right. at their um, you know, wrestler sides. But if you want to look at that aspect, it's totally versus Arn. But we have yet to see what will <laughs> happen. Um, 
which I mean, I think I mean they wrestled it all out. I think Tully and Arn were there, right? But Arn wasn't Cody's coach; it was just Arn coming out to help. But anyways, we get to Sammy Guevara versus Darby Allen. Uh, these two just had a match um, about a month, a little over a month ago, at Revolution, which was a pretty good match. Um, Darby came out with a win there. Let's see what happens in round number one. Darby versus Sammy. I had Darby winning as uh, well, again, over Sammy Guevara. Um, that's how I see it happening. What about you? Yeah, I got, I got Darby as well. Um, and so this might be a little bit boring. We might be thinking the same thoughts here. But, yeah, I think this is just a great way on a dynamite to kind of put Sammy and Darby to bed. Darby wins it again. He moves on to the next round. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's just my hatred of Sammy Guevara. He's just, I don't know what, why I think it, why I didn't pick him, but I think Darby gets the win here. Yeah, it's interesting. Usually we're, so far we're two for two. Hopefully we, I mean, I'm not saying I hope we don't pick the same, but that might be a little interesting for the people. <laughs> but, right. uh, Get to the next round, flip on the other side of the bracket. Dustin Rhodes versus Kip Sabian. Interesting matchup. You know, that's something you don't really – you don't think about these two in a match one-on-one, especially for a tournament. I think if, if you were to pick eight guys in AEW that uh, – besides John Moxley and Omega and Hangman, who are the eight people you would put in a tournament? I'm not sure if these two – I'm not saying that they don't deserve to be in a tournament, but I definitely don't think people would put them in a match together. I think maybe they're different uh, different cards. But we're here. We got it. Dustin Rhodes versus Kip Sabian. Uh, who do you have going over here? This got this probably was one of maybe harder than Cody Spears, at least in the first of the first round matchups, just because we haven't seen a lot of Kip and Dustin's in tag team wrestling a lot now. Um, so, but ultimately I went Kip Sabian. And there's where we get a little different. So I picked Dustin to actually pick up a win over here over Kip. I, I, I battle with myself because like you said, Dustin is now a tag team with uh, QT. Kip's his own singles guy. So does it logistically, I guess, make sense for the Titan guy to get a win? Probably not, but Dustin is Dustin Rhodes, and, you know, he's uh, obviously wanting some gold around his waist again, and I think he would be uh, a good fit to uh, at least make a good name stake in this tournament. And I got him going over Kip Sabian in round number one. Get to the final match of round number one. This will take place not this Wednesday, but next Wednesday. We've only got two confirmed matches time-wise or date-wise, the Kip, Dustin, and Sammy and Darby will be at a later date. We do not know when at the moment, but uh, the two matches that we do have dates of, obviously, you already said Cody and Spears this Wednesday on the 8th, and then next Wednesday on the 15th, we've got Colt Cabana, boom, boom, versus Lance Archer. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Does anybody see Colt winning? Don't tell me you picked Colcabana. I'll let you describe who you picked first, and then I'll tell you who I picked. I picked Lance Archer. Ain't no way he's losing. At least against Colcabana, right? You... 
Oh boy, yeah. Oh boy. No, I did. I had Colt Cabana beating Lance Archer. And wow. Let me, let me explain because you're like, no way, one on one, they're going to let the murder hawk monster Lance Archer, the guy who threw uh, Marco stunt like a football across the arena last week, lose to Colt Cabana. And I think I I think I, I think Cabana wins, but I think. Not clean. I think it ends up being it's going to be a good match. And you already saw Archer was like taunting Cabana um, on commentary last week. So I think Archer gets himself disqualified. So he, he's not going to get pinned by Cabana, but he's going to get himself DQ'd, which ultimately results in Colt Cabana advancing to the next round. Ooh, it's an interesting mindset. I will say that it's interesting. Um, wow. Okay. So after round one, I've got Sean Spears versus mm-hmm. Darby Allen in round number two in the semis. And I've got Dustin Rhodes versus Lance Archer. I believe yours is almost different. It's Spears Darby and Kip Cabana. So we got half of the bracket correct and the other half not. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. So let's go ahead and move on to round number two, the semifinals. Uh, for me, it's Sean Spears versus Darby Allen. I think this is going to be a pretty good matchup when it does take place on a dynamite, I would imagine. And I am going with Darby Allen to defeat Sean Spears, leading him to get to the finals at double or nothing two of the tournaments. Yeah, I have Spears Darby on that side as well. And Darby Allen advances. I think he's he has the momentum, he has the skill set, he has the ability to beat Sean Spears to to with, withhold the the tricks of uh, uh, totally Blanchard, um, and he'll get by Spears. And uh, I don't know. I just see Darby advancing. I think this is his time to shine. His his. At this point now, it's his 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 championship to to lose. It's a good point of looking at it for sure. I would agree with that for sure. The momentum on side is definitely one of the hottest wrestlers in the world. I think, um, as far as momentum and crowd behind him. So, uh, in my second semifinal match, Dustin Rhodes versus Lance Archer. This is where I think that Lance gets a good credible win here. Not to say that against Cole Cabana is not a credible win, but a legend like Dustin Rhodes, it feeds him more of a momentum going into um, the tournament and uh, gives him more of a credibility win under his belt as well. And I think Dustin uh, puts up a good fight. Lance Archer defeats Dustin Rhodes in the semis, leading to my double or nothing to TNT Championship Tournament Final between Darby Allen and Lance Archer. And in my second round, the side of the bracket, Kip Sabian versus Colt Cabana. But like I said, Cabana's going to get his ass kicked by Archer, lead up to a DQ. So he, is he going to come in against Kip Sabian 100%? The answer is no. Kip Sabian beats Colt Cabana. Double or nothing. Finals for the TNT Championship. Darby Allen versus Kip Sabian. 
interesting finals, and I'm glad that we're different a little bit. We both got Darby going all the way to the finals, but we've got who he's facing different. I like it. So I've got a theory as to where this is going to go for me. I'll wait to the end. So give me your overall finals projection, prediction, double nothing two for your bracket. Darby Allen versus Kip Sabian. Darby Allen versus Kip Sabian. A matchup that I don't think we've seen it yet. We may have. I can't quite remember. But so super bad. Kip Sabian is, in my opinion, one of the up and coming stars in this brand and this company. Um, just, um, just got engaged to Penelope Ford. So that team or Penelope Ford, <laughs> uh, the uh, the team of Kip and and Penelope, they, they have some tactics up their sleeves and they, and they they're doing pretty good um, as a uh, run in here. Um, I just don't see Kip Sabian being able to continue his momentum. Like I said, this is Darby's bracket, Darby's championship contest to lose, but he won't lose. He's going to win. He will be your first TNT champion, and he'll win it on a big stage. What I think may be either co-main event or even possibly the main event of Double or Nothing. Interesting. That's an interesting way of looking at it. And uh, so you got Darby Allen going over and becoming the first inaugural TNT champion. For me, Darby Allen versus Lance Archer at Double or Nothing. This sets up a good David versus Goliath, small versus big. Darby's going to utilize every little thing in the book to try to get to Lance Archer. Archer's going to throw him around for a bit. Darby's going to try to mount a comeback. Ultimately, with the help of Jake the Snake, Mr. Lance Archer does win and become the first ever TNT champion. Now, for me, the reason why this is is because Cody's already said on social media he's not giving Archer a, a, a fight right now. Not doing it. Not happening. You got to prove yourself. Prove yourself, bud. And uh, he's not interested in social media storylines or anything like that. So what I think happens, Jake the Snake leads Lance Archer all the way through this tournament. They win a double or nothing. They say, we've got the championship. We've got a title on our belt. Hey, Caesar, we have your attention now. We've got a championship. You didn't win this championship. You were in the tournament. You didn't win it. We are the winners here. How about a match now? We'll put the belt up for grabs. What what, what, what do you want? You, you can't fight for the AEW World Championship ever. You can fight for this. So how come? How about you come after us? You finally give us our match. And to me, that sets up a great way to lead into either all out or I, I don't. I hope we don't get a dynamite match out of it, but. It is a TNT championship, so it is possible. But uh, I think Archer winning this sets up the biggest, hey, we finally got something to prove to you that we're worthy of your time. We're worthy of you fighting Lance Archer. We've got something you don't have that you competed for and didn't get a chance to get. There's only ever a one at first time, and we're a first-time champion. But now that we have it, this is good enough for us to get a match for you type of thing. I think it sets up a good dichotomy of something to get Cody irritated and say, damn it, they won up me. Now I have to give him the match because now I, it's something I'm wanting to fight for, the championship. I can't fight for the AEW World Championship, but this is the second best thing that I can fight for is this TNT Championship. So 
I think that's where I think that's what could happen. I think that's why Archie wins. I think it's where it could set up. That would be at least my prediction. So I think that'd be uh, interesting overall. But I'm glad that we did have different uh, viewpoints, different things regarding our brackets. It's good to see that. So um, I think it's gonna be fun. I think it's gonna be a great tournament. Um, I think it's gonna be something that we've been uh, waiting for, and I'm glad that we're finally gonna get it. In less than a month, we will not less than a month, but about a month and a half away, we will be getting a new champion, a secondary champion. So uh, it's going to be good, and I'm going to be excited for it. Um, so, yeah, any um, any little last thoughts there, man, for this bracket in this tournament? So, like I said, regardless of if I go 100% on my bracket or 0% on my bracket, any matchup that we get in this is going to be a fantastic match. Um, so I'm excited just to honestly to kind of – after this podcast to throw this notebook, this paper with this bracket to the side and let's just watch the wrestling. I'm excited. This is a, this is a, a good bracket and I think we'll get good action from all eight superstars in the first round and going forward. And, um, I'm excited. Um, and then before we go, I'll go ahead and cut my, my, my plugs. Um, Go ahead and follow Taking the Bump on Facebook and Twitter. Um, both, if you search facebook.com forward slash T the B podcast, you'll get go directly to my page on Twitter. Um, it's at T the B podcast. Um, you'll notice the logo over the past couple of of weeks has has changed. And uh, we're going through a brand re-imaging, trying to get the new logo shirt up on Pro Wrestling Tees. That way y'all can purchase the new logo. Um, And uh, once that's up, I'll let you guys know. But yeah, that's all I got to say. It's going to be great action. Make sure to follow um, the, the Facebook and Twitter page and I'm creating my own YouTube page pretty soon. Hopefully I can get more details to y'all later on as soon as I get that set up. Good deal. Absolutely. And uh, definitely give them a follow, guys. Listen to this podcast as well. Definitely. uh, We're all one big happy family here at the Outlaw Wrestling Network. So uh, three different podcasts under the banner with Unhinged Wrestling Podcast, taking a bump, and of course yours truly here beyond the curtain. So we'll follow a little bit with the plugs as well. We've gone through not so much for rebranding, but we have definitely tried to update and get a little bit better with our um, content, if you want to say that on, on social media. So now we've got a little bit different. I noticed over the past few weeks, it's a little bit difficult to, to, to get uh, uh, the wording down for the social medias. So we'll start first with Facebook. Just go to facebook.com forward slash beyond the curtain podcast. You will find us there. Or just go to Facebook and type in the search bar beyond the curtain podcast. We are there at Twitter. We've got a new Twitter handle. It's going to get you to the same place. Nothing else has changed, but I've shortened up a little bit, make it a little bit easier for you guys trying to at least. So now the new Twitter handle is at B as in boy TC pod 18. So B T C P O D one eight. BTC Pod 18. You can follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Beyond the Curtain, Wrestling Podcast. Subscribe. Watch the first episode. Go back and take a look at that before 
we do get any new content. So that way you guys can at least get a little bit of a recap of not only last week on Dynamite, but get caught up into what we've been doing here the past couple of weeks. So I'm going to try to keep both active things going with uh, the, the podcast here, the audio version. I listen to this on Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Apple's uh, podcast, as well as Google Play. You can listen to this on your favorite podcasting platforms. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. Best ways to get in touch with us. We do more live tweeting of Dynamite, maybe more live tweeting of things going on, more content on the YouTube channel as well. So exciting times are happening, guys. Stay tuned and be a part of it for sure. Uh, also got a pro, re- pro wrestling tea store that I have not yet gotten dwindled down to, but don't be lazy. If anything, don't be lazy with that. Just go to prowrestlingtees.com slash beyond the curtain wrestling podcast. We've got two shirts up there. Of course, any purchase. I know the times are getting tough, guys. I understand that. But if you guys purchase any shirt, and this is not something that's just going to happen for the next couple of weeks, next couple of days, months. This has happened ever since we opened the store back in January. It's going to happen <laughs> all the time. If you want to purchase a shirt, you do it. 20% of that goes to a charity of your choice. Um, all you got to do is DM me the uh, charity of choice that you want to use, whether it's Facebook or Twitter. Yeah, even email me. <laughs> Whatever you got to do. Um, or in the comment section of YouTube. Whatever you do. Purchase a shirt. 20% of that goes towards charity of your choice. DM me the details of that charity so that way I can make sure that I get it to the right place. I understand times are tough, guys. So if you do that, it is much appreciated. I will send a personalized message thanking you for purchasing that during this hard time that we're going through as a as a world. So, um, but that's then. This is now. This is going to be a fun tournament. Appreciate you guys tuning in to this episode of Beyond the Curtain. Stay tuned to the social media channels, including YouTube, where we will have more content upcoming. But until then, guys, we will see you beyond the curtain. From my co-host, James of Take of the Bump, I am Cody. We will see you guys on the other side very soon.